0: welcome to talking pictures trivia as we venture into our sub series talking tv trivia whenever there's a tv show that catches our attention this podcast picks a season and explores each episode through trivia i'm today's host kj and with me is tom nick and i'm chris for those joining us for the first time, we start off each episode with four rapid-fire trivia questions. The first question is worth one point, and each question after that is worth one more point. We then follow it up with a theme discussion associated with the TV episode, in this case involving season one of Disney's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Chris, tell us about today's TV episode.
1: This episode is directed by Deborah Chow and written by Stuart Beatty, Joby Harold, and Andrew Stanton. There will be spoilers for Obi-Wan Kenobi up through Episode 6, so feel free to press pause until you're caught up. In this episode of Obi-Wan, we see Obi-Wan confront Vader in a rematch lightsaber via lightsaber battle. We also follow Reva as she travels to Tatooine to seek further revenge against Lord Vader. By the end of this episode and series, Kenobi embraces the Force, defeats Anakin, and Reva is able to finally let her past go. It's time for question one.
0: What is the name of the planet on which Obi-Wan and Anakin have their third duel? Locked in. And for those counting at home, the first duel was in Revenge of the Sith on Mustafar, is that how you say it? Uh, yes. Their second duel was a few episodes ago, not on Jabim, on uh, Muposu. And Maybe. this is their third duel that took place in this episode, just to clear it up. Yeah. I'll lock
2: in. <laughs> Chris, are you really confident on this?
1: Not at all. Okay.
2: Locked in. Nick, what do you have? I don't think I'm right, because my guess was going to be a planet you just said leading up to this. So, Jabim. Tom?
3: Uh, Florin?
2: And Chris? I went with Malachor.
0: Yeah, it's unknown. They didn't define it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Un- unnamed planet. So unnamed zero points? planet. Yeah, it was, it was up to you guys. Do you want a point either? <laughs> <laughs> points for everyone or no points. Yeah, the answer points was null. No, points so. for KJ. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the points.
2: I guess zero for us.
1: Okay, okay. moving on. I said I said Malachor because it's like a dark planet. I was trying to
2: think of a dark
1: planet. I couldn't think like of Where like the one. Sith rule that they fight the Jedi. I don't know. It was It was a terrible guess.
0: That is one of the leading theories on online is um, what the planet you had just described. But they yeah. said it wasn't that one, but probably in that system.
1: Well, because but... that's the that's the one where Ahsoka and Ezra and Maul go in Rebels, that has all the tall rocks, and but the the Sith temples underground, so it doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know. It could have been Exegol for all we know, but it probably isn't. Like
2: I don't think it's Exegol because you'd have to get a Wayfinder in order to get through the. Uh... Oh, the maelstromia? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Were there
0: any eggs? I'm pretty sure they used frog DNA to clone the <laughs>
3: emperor. Yeah.
2: Just to fill so- up the missing links. <laughs>
3: does he change gender?
2: <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Nature finds a way.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's time for question two. What is Lars looking for when Obi-Wan comes back to Tatooine? Locked in. Oh, locked Locked in. in. Nick, what do you have? Was this a repeat and I still don't know the answer? (laughs) It is a repeat question. This was asked previously um, during this run of talking uh, TV trivia, and I can give you guys a hint if you
2: want. I'm probably going to say my same guess from last time, and I don't remember if it was correct or not but i'm going to say which i think i said the first time water a power seeds? Con- no power conversion. oh yeah
3: who wait who's lars
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tom, oh yeah oh
3: i got a the
0: completely. one with the with the one with the seeds <laughs> yeah the water seeds
2: <laughs> the moisture I, farmer
0: isn't that owen Owen oh, Lars. Okay, yeah. Owen. Oh, be more okay. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. <laughs> Owen. Oh,
3: okay. Specific. Well, when we see him in this episode, he's looking for uh, a belt for the speeder. That's why he's going to the store. And
0: Chris?
1: He's looking for Luke.
0: Yep, he's looking for Luke. Obi-Wan gets back, and the first thing Obi-Wan sees is Lars looking for, for Luke. So points to Chris. Oh. All right.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That was good symmetry, though, guys.
2: <laughs> Tom,
0: what does a farmer do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only if Tom had said seeds, that would have been the that would have been perfect symmetry at the seed store. <laughs> that's what they call belts on Tatooine seed.
3: Well, he is looking for a belt,
1: right? He is. But that's that's when Luke's still with him. And that's before Obi-Wan has returned.
2: Oh, OK. I got confused. I thought they were still in the store. So my default power converter. Yeah, I don't know who the hell <laughs> yeah, Lars was. but yeah.
0: <laughs> He's the guy who owns the Lars farm. It's time for question three. What is the last word Obi-Wan says to Anakin in this series? Uh, locked in. Locked in. Should we throw out a clue? Locked in. Oh, no. Clue. 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 Should we throw out a clue? It's a big clue. It's like...
2: I need a big clue.
0: Wait, <laughs> guys? I, the other guys are locked in. I don't know. you guys okay with the we clue? We can
2: unlock and lock again. What do you guys want to do?
3: I think I know it. Oh, no. what, what are we waiting on? Do you guys, I a a have a clue, clue. If but Oh, give yeah. A, sure. sure, sure give it, give a clue. It. Yeah? Yeah, go for it.
0: It's one of the first things Obi-Wan says to Anakin in episode four, A New Hope. To Anakin? One word, right? You're looking for One word.
2: To Anakin in episode four? Well, Vader.
3: Yes. This is the last thing he says to Luke, right? What was the question? Oh, I misheard the question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is the last word Obi Wan says to Anakin in this series?
3: Oh, I misheard. I'm still locked, though, because I know it. It was a little different than what he said to Luke. It was, but I know both of them. I know I'm what he said a, to Luke. I'm prepared. Also, dude, you got to kill Darth Vader when you have a chance. He's going to super blow up Alderaan if you don't.
2: Are you saying that the blood of all the Alderanians is on Obi Wan's hands?
3: No, nah, that's too dramatic. It's just, you know, come on. Come on. What are you doing? What are you even doing?
2: <laughs> One word?
3: One word. (laughs) Should we do Leia's theme? Oh, sure, go for it.
2: Am I the only one? Yeah, we're all waiting on you, Nick. Oh, I thought this was like a redo. A redo? Uh, locked in. in? Okay. (laughs) Nick, what do you have? The joke answer is, so at last we meet for the first time, for the last time. And the real answer, is hello there with a hyphen. So it's one word.
1: Tom?
3: I think it's Darth. Chris?
1: I think it is Darth, yeah.
0: Yes. Darth points to Tom and Chris. Going into the last question, Chris is in the lead with five points. Tom has three. And Mm. Nick does not have any. But he'll probably get some on this last one. It's time for question four. Toward the end of the episode, what newly acquired accessory is Leia wearing? Locked in. Locked in.
2: Locked in. Nick. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) no. I recovered a, a holster, a blaster holster on the opposite side. Chris?
3: Tala's holster. Tom? I also had Tala's holster.
0: All right, we'll go points for everybody. Tala's holster. So
2: Chris took it down again.
0: So Chris took it down
1: again. But I did not clean sweep because I didn't know what planet (laughs) it was. (laughs) That's true,
0: the the unknown
2: planet.
1: The unknown
0: planet. Unless you guys want to mix it up since Chris won many of these episodes, I do have a few bonus episodes if we want to throw them out there. It's the only chance.
2: Bonus one, five pointers. Let's go.
0: Okay, bonus question. Five points. It's time for a bonus question. How many more lines did Luke have in The Force Awakens than in the series Obi-Wan
3: Kenobi? Lockton. In. Lockton? In?
0: Lockton. In. Tom, what do you have?
3: It, I, I'm going to go with three. Nick?
2: I think it's a trick question zero it was the same amount Chris indeed zero
0: that's right he doesn't have any lines in either of them
3: (laughs) he has lines in the show Luke in the store no in the store he mentions that it's the belt for the speeder oh uh... Luke Luke definitely has lines
0: well the answer is technically still zero because I said how many more lines in The Force Awakens than in this (laughs) Oh, so uh, maybe negative three,
3: mm-hmm,
0: depending on how mm-hmm, you want it. I definitely heard him that way.: Terrible bonus question. Let's try another. It's time for a bonus question. What does Leia keep in her newly acquired holster in the end of this episode? Locked in. Locked in. Uh, lock in too. Tom, what do you have? Uh, is it that little robot thing? Chris? Lola. Nick? Lola.
2: Chris still takes it down. Got <laughs> more knees.
0: Chris takes it.
3: Whatever
2: Lola wants.
0: L O
3: L. Oh, I guess Lola Layla that has more money. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> that's Layla. Lola is from Damn Yankees. That song. Or L O L A. Lola. Lola. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the down. Kinks. Yeah. No Lola. Lola.
0: All right, congrats to Chris, our winner once again. We'll be diving into our topic of the week, Darth Vader vs. Anakin, right after this break. Join another Talking Studios production, Limited Lexicon, where we play through text-based adventure games. Text-based adventure games were computer games from before computers had graphics. The game uses text to describe a scene, and the player types back how they want to interact with the game. I'll read the text from the computer, and my co-host will feed me commands. This season, we're playing through The Hobbit from 1982
2: on the ZX Spectrum. Here's a quick sample. I thought uh, a lot about our first command, and I think it should be no print, because we don't want to print things as we're going along. I think by default, it's not going to print. And even (laughs) if
0: I did not print, where is it going to print to? 1982?
3: I would imagine if we go west, we're going to be south of the troll, right? Just south of the troll land. Yeah, let's
0: try it. You go west. The troll's clearing. The visible... Oh, <laughs> we died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. The troll, the troll saw us and killed us. So I think we have to say the
2: answer to the riddle, then. The answer is dark. Say dark, I think.
0: Talk to what? Golem. golem. Say golem. Dark. You talk to Gollum. Thorin says, hurry up. And we died. And we died. So we went northeast last time. So let's go southwest. You go southwest. Visible exits are north, northwest. You see the valuable golden ring. Uh,
3: wow. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, here. That's perfect. Right. That's right. perfect.
0: Limited lexicon. Coming to your podcatcher and YouTube in late 2022 by Talking Studios. And we're back. So, guys, there is a lot of Darth Vader in this. There's a lot of Anakin in this. I just wanted to kind of explore Darth Vader versus Anakin, right? It was a pretty big scene that he's in as Darth Vader and kind of Anakin. What'd you guys think? Watch out for falling rocks.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, it's, you, you're waiting for this thing. My thing is, I want to see Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor have a scene together. And it was very much truncated, right? They've had them, half the mask comes off and and that's fine. I sort of wanted that scene extended a little bit more. Um, and so, I'm, you know, kind of waiting for this thing and it felt, you know, somewhat anticlimactic. It's also... How uh, Obi-Wan gets his force powers back is a little unclear. It seems to be that he then cares about someone and in that care, in that concern, this person being Leia, Leia, he is then able to use the force in a a robust way, a la his old self. I I, I don't know if I quite buy that. It seems like a little bit of a cop-out. So I wasn't overly... fond of that uh you know because i I kind of wanted to see more of hayden christensen's character
1: i liked it to to answer your question at least from my perspective i think it's because obi-wan finally feels like the guilt has been lifted off his shoulders for the longest time obi-wan thinks that he killed his best friend in the revenge of the sith and we find out that a he hasn't done it he became darth vader and now in this episode which kind of lets obi-wan off the hook for episode four a new hope he is officially confirmed that Obi Wan did not kill Anakin Skywalker. That Anakin killed himself. Like Anakin, Anakin destroyed was destroyed, and Darth Vader was created not because Obi Wan did it, but because Anakin did it to himself. So I think Obi Wan is finally like guilt is lifted off his shoulders, which allows him to connect with the Living Force again. That that oh, that Qui Gon always tells him about, and I think that is the same line at the end of this episode. Qui Gon says, "You weren't ready to see me yet," or. Like Obi-Wan is basically chastising Qui-Gon for taking so long, and Qui-Gon's like, it wasn't me. It's always been you not being ready to get to this portion of of the journey. So I, I think that that's where that comes from. As per Vader, I really enjoyed Vader in this in this story. I agree with Tom. You have to you have to end Vader when you can. So Obi-Wan walking away is pretty stupid, except that you know he has to be in the next movie. So that that he kind of the plot is has to is that... The behest of the future uh my only drawback is i would have liked to have seen more of the anger in hayden christensen i know they have to keep darth vader toned down because of the james earl jones voice and the modulation of it and he's always like super even keel you can't go crazy but they did allow hayden christensen's voice to come through a little bit i would have really really enjoyed seeing some of the anger in hayden christensen Like not Darth Vader. Darth Vader has to be who he is. But the man inside the mask who's no longer being voice modulated into into uh, James Earl Jones. I would have loved to have seen his anger because he makes so many bad decisions throughout the series. And we're led to believe it's because he hates Obi-Wan so much. Why are we not getting more anger in Hayden Christensen in that in that scene? Why are we not feeling more pain? Why are we not feeling more anguish from him? So that that's something I would have liked to have seen. But overall, I thought the Darth Vader arc was good because it kind of showed how much he was going after Obi-Wan.
0: So when Luke said, you said a Jedi murdered my father, but Darth Vader's my father, and Obi-Wan says, well, from a certain point of view, specifically your father's. That's
3: exactly what he told me. <laughs> right? no, yeah. No, that was verbatim, Luke. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> But wait, so just to push back, Chris, when Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan reacquires the force before Hayden Christensen or or um, Anakin tells him that he's, that, you know, I'm not your failure, I, I'm the residual or whatever it is he says, right? He gets the force before that. And when he reacquires his full force powers, he's underneath the rocks. And it's intercut with images of Leia. He's clearly thinking about Leia, and that's what allows him to chuck off the rocks and then, you know, be be Superman again. Um, and and the impre- like, I was a- very confused about that. I guess the best reading I could do is that suddenly he cares, right? He has investment in this world, and that allows him to access this the force that once he's invested in the salvation of this world, namely through Leia, namely through the next generation, then he can see the old generation. Then he can see Qui-Gon. Then he can connect to the force again because he can be an agent for the future.
1: I, I, I don't, I don't disagree that that's probably, I mean, you definitely see those flashbacks. It's definitely him thinking about Leia, thinking about the future that allows him to get the rocks off. But I also think that it's the overarching path he's been taking of like when you see him in the beginning he's a broken man not because he's old but because he is just racked with guilt and I think over the course of this series not only has he been connecting with the future with these kids because if you think about it from from his perspective Owen Lars the farmer on Tatooine Mm -hmm. has basically told him to stay away from Luke so he hasn't had any connection to him, even though he's been watching him, he doesn't have any connection to him. All the only connection he has is with the Jabba that steals the stuff and then returns it to him for a price. Mm. So like he is kind of aloof in that, in that situation. So I guess yeah, it could be both. It could be his connection with a person who has a bright future ahead of it, his connection with, you know, getting rid of the guilt of killing his best friend. I think all that stuff kind of leads to his crescendo moment of, of mm. rejuvenation.
3: Yeah, he needs to care again, I think. Yeah, he needs to he needs to care again
1: so he get his rocks off. (laughs) He's also pissed off that that Anakin finally got the high ground. So he just wanted to make sure that he didn't win when Anakin (laughs) has the high ground.
2: I think no matter how that sequence went, I would always be a little disappointed, though, because it never lives up to what my expectations would be, because it is a challenge when you know this is bookended between what happened in the past and where the, the original trilogy goes. But I actually thought that fight was a little underwhelming because they're throwing rocks at each other. And I know in the end, the big reveal is that Obi Wan gets his full powers back, but it just, it still fell a little flat to me. I, I knew that they were going to do the mask sliced in half once I knew Hayden was cast. I, I assumed that they were actually going to do flashbacks too, which they did. I thought they would do more, but I'm actually okay. With the usage of of the flashback to a specific time and point as a reference point to learn more about anakin's character flaws, but yeah i i actually wanted more from that and the challenge for me is obi-wan always leaves him for dead but he's never dead this is the second time he left him on mustafar he left him here on unknown planet kj and we know what's coming, but it's, it's, it's just tough to tell a story like that, because how else would you do it? I don't have an answer.
1: I, I don't think it was explained, but here's here's how I've rectified it in my mind. If, if you want to buy into this theory or not, it's up to you. I, have to go for I, it. I feel as if Obi-Wan at that moment thinks that that Vader is redeemable. And I think that you see that in the way that it's presented to Luke later. Like Luke begin, believes he's redeemable. Like where does Luke get that, that idea from? I think it's just a, a Jedi way of thinking that everybody has this ability to kind of become better, even in their darkest hour. So by striking him down at that moment would have just completely ended any retribution or any kind of reawakening that Darth Vader, Anakin might have had. Now you can go down the path and say that Obi-Wan not killing Vader in that moment leads to Alderaan, leads to all these deaths, leads to Death Stars 1 and 2 and blah, blah, blah. But at the, in in the grand scheme of him looking out for his best friend or who was a former best friend, he doesn't want to end the possibility of redemption at that moment. And yeah, the fight's a little anticlimactic because they're throwing rocks. But going back to your last episode remarks, it was a TV show. Maybe the budget wasn't there to kind of make this big grandiose uh, this big grandiose fight scene, but I, I think it's more like a character study of who Obi Wan is, and who, he, how much he cares about Anakin and and Padme in that, in that moment.
0: So when they were throwing rocks around, all I could think about, doesn't Luke tell Rey the Force isn't just throwing rocks around? Isn't that part of the Last Jedi? So I'm sitting here watching, thinking, wait a minute. <laughs>
2: This there was something scary. to that effect.
0: <laughs> this isn't how the force. But goes. even in
2: that movie, she throws the rocks around. Right. Yeah, At the so end. Right. That, escape. that was
0: the punchline to that joke. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
2: That that's what I thought of was when Ray lifted all that, not just the few rocks that Luke lifts in episode five. But I thought of Ray the rock. I, I saw that. Scene. I mean,
1: I, I really to to, to to give you credit from last episode, I think it's because they needed the set to be bland. They, need, they knew they were going to have to make some special effects in with the, the lightsaber fight. They needed the background to be kind of dark. If you look at any DC superhero movie, the final fight is always with a dark background right. because they don't want to spend the money to make this big, bright fight in the daylight. So like in order to save money, you do your special effects and you do all of your, your VFX shots in a dark palette. That way, it is easy to kind of you don't have to blur anything out. You don't have to correct anything because it's not even in the lens because the background is so dark. So I think the rocks are just uh, how are we going to make the planet dark? It's going to be nighttime. And what can we see flying around? Oh, we have a rocky planet that doesn't have a lot of sunlight. Uh, It's it sucks. Maybe it would have been better if it was a movie. Maybe it would have been in the bright daylight. But I, I mean, we get we get what we get, I think, at that point.
2: I think to save some more budget, they should have just made that last sequence black and white, because then you can really save on the editing.
3: It's more expensive. Yeah,
1: you want to you want to talk about expensive? Think about the battle on on Mustafar with all the red and light and flashing and the the yeah. underglow that has to happen and all the sword play that has to happen. What with that lighting effect, that's a that's a, a terrible undertaking for something that needs to be done quickly and mm-hmm. relatively inexpensive.
0: So the other thing I was curious about right at the end, Obi-Wan's kind of in good shape and he's heading where? Where do you guys think is there going to be more series? Where where is Obi-Wan heading?
1: When you see him in episode 4, he's living on the other side of the Dune Sea in his Obi-Wan hut that you see in the movie in the in an extended edition shot he's not living there in this in this story he's living in a cave an like a open air cave where the jawas can steal his junk presumably he's going to there he's going to make his own settlement on the other side knowing that luke is safe and that he doesn't have to watch over him day and night nor does he have to harvest you know you know ancient uh manta rays out of the out of the the sands of Tatooine.
0: I was expecting a grandiose answer like he's going to go find Ahsoka or he might go find uh, his love interest from the Clone Wars. But no, no, you guys are saying, oh, 50 miles that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, he,
1: we, we know from lore, I should say, like people that are nuts like I do know from lore that he writes journals that eventually teach Luke how to be a Jedi. So Luke doesn't lose Obi-Wan and then become a Jedi by himself. He finds Obi Wan's journals and they're written at how to how to do this, how to do that, how to train. These are the things that you should do if you want to be a good Jedi. So presumably he's going away to write his memoirs as well. What they do in a future series might be Ahsoka. That'd be awesome. We I would love to see Ahsoka come to Tatooine and, and pick up you and McGregor for an adventure. That'd be great. And we can certainly write into that because he's no longer caretaking for Luke, which is great.
2: And they're definitely going to try to do the Marvel thing where a lot of things tie in. I don't know if that will be one of them, but the journals that Chris was alluding to, from what I know, was predominantly in comic books. I don't know if there was any other media, but I know they did a lot of stories in comic books.
0: Well, this journal has come to an end, and I'd like to once again congratulate our winner of the week, Chris, once again, congratulations.
1: how many did he have
0: did he have five of the six five out of the six tom tom knew tom had one of them but and i showed up
1: that's good that's because tom is a flea expert
0: ah (laughs) yes yes, yes. Tom is red hot (laughs) chili
2: and peppery you can find more of our content wherever you listen to podcasts on our youtube channel Twitter at Talking Studios and our website, TalkingPicturesTrivia.com. We're extremely grateful to all those who subscribe, like, follow, and leave a review. Were you Team Vader, Team Obi-Wan, or Team Anakin? Let us know on Twitter, TalkingPicturesTrivia at gmail.com, or give us a call at 201-467-8679.
3: You can find me on Twitter at ThomasLayman15.
0: You can find me on Twitter at KJ10001000.
1: If you'd like to get a hold of me, feel free to reach out to the fellows at Talking Studios on Twitter.
2: I can also be found on Twitter at The Nicknamed. Join us next time when we get back to Talking Pictures trivia and prepare for Disney's new Hocus Pocus film with the original movie from 1993, conveniently titled Hocus Pocus. Stay tuned for our first impressions of this film. Ding, 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 ding. Next week, we'll be discussing Hocus Pocus. Tom, how was your watch?
3: I saw this, I believe, in the drive through in the Lake George region. So I was a child when it came out, and I saw it in theaters. And I don't really remember it very clearly as a child, but watching it again on my computer, I... I had more fun than anticipated. Bette Midler made me laugh out loud several times throughout the movie. And as did Sarah Jessica Parker. I, I think her like uh her kind of lusty witch is, is a real fun thing. Now, when they're off screen, the movie kind of falls apart. It's sort of um unable to deal with these these children in a very compelling way. Even Thora Birch, who's had a somewhat of an accomplished career. Um, comes off uh, sort of undirected in those scenes. but whenever those witches are on screen I I had a lot of fun and despite this movie being you know somewhat of a uh, somewhat of a train wreck, I kept laughing at things Bette Midler was doing and so you know what my hats are off to this movie um, and God bless Bette Midler for uh, for giving me a good time KJ was your first impression
0: i saw this back when i was younger with my cousins and we watched a lot of movies super fun and i remember i remember us having a silly good time with this right we jumped in fright when we were supposed to we laughed at the jokes when we were supposed to but even as a kid i don't remember liking the movie i like the experience with the movie but not the movie and this rewatch did not help um
2: did not help that memory at all how about you nick I never experienced this movie in my youth, only in the last few years did I watch it because some of my extended family, this is almost, I would actually, it is a holiday tradition for one of them where they watch this every year. So I did watch it with them, as I said, a few years ago. I did enjoy it. I definitely don't think it's something that I wanna make a holiday tradition. There's plenty of other films that I would do that. I find it funny when films like this, you can clearly see they were like made on a stage or set. There's just a certain synthetic feel to the whole thing, but I guess they don't really care about that based on the target audience. It is a little racy if you think about it for a young audience too, but uh, we'll probably talk about that next week, maybe. I don't know. We'll see.